Yo. Y'all know what time it is. The gypsy woman told my mother. Guess what? Before I was born. What'd she say? I got a boy charge coming. All right. He's gonna be a son of a gun. I was. He gonna make pretty women. All right. Jump and shout. Mm-hmm. Then the world wanna know <laughs> what this all about. But you know I'm here. I know y'all y'all saw this one coming. Everybody knows I'm here. Well, you know the hoochie coochie man. You know that was the name of the episode. I think you heard that. I got a black cat bone. I got a mold. All right, all right. Let me stop playing around. I'm definitely flagged off this one. Yo, that was Muddy Waters, if you guys didn't know. And it's only right that I start this episode with letting y'all know it's Hoochie Coochie Daddy Season. And if y'all don't know what that is, then you guys have been living under a rock. And if you guys are not participating in that that culture, welcome. I've been part of that culture. I never liked walking walking around with, well, I've been notorious for walking around with shorts that look like Jenko jeans. If, uh, damn, that just really aged me. But yeah, I like to I like to let my legs show. You know, I'm tiny. I'm a, I'm a tiny guy, so I ain't got much legs to show. But I like to let them show, baby. See these thunder thighs? These thunder thighs? Y'all hear that? Yo, they out for the summer, B. Alright? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is episode 40. Um how why are we why are we drawing blanks on the episodes I'll be doing? Alright, this is episode 42. Let me do the drop. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> You're listening to no! special characters. I'm your host, New on my And thank you for coming back for another episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the last episode. I had fun actually making the last episode. There was just a lot of conversation that came from that episode too. And um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you guys. I really do. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to do something different this week. I have time on my hands. So I'm going to drop two episodes this week. So hopefully you guys enjoyed. Everything's already written down. I just have to make time to do what I'm doing right here is looking in front of this camera, setting up the room. And, um, oh, I might be adding some new sounds, but that's for the next episode. Yo, you guys might really enjoy the next episode. I think I'm going to step out of more of this box that I'm in right here. So... Hmm. A lot of you guys are bashing this this new wave, this new wave that's out right right now. It's the hoochie daddy season, right? Like you know how girls have the the hoochie mama pants. We got them too. They're called hoochie daddies, and it it it, it really is about the inside lining of your shorts, if I'm correct, right? So this is this is this is where. I, I, I've been on a trend, but not because it became a trend. I've been on this trend because I have short legs. 
So I have no other choice but to wear these really short inseams, which I don't mind. I don't care. Like, go ahead, ladies. You guys want to be disappointed looking down there? Go ahead. All right. It's flat down there. All right. There's no imprint. No, 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 no imprint. There's no print at all. All right. You can put a flat screen TV there. Kind of like some of y'all asses, but whatever. So I'm on Charlemagne's page and they gave the translation of the levels of different short sizes. So let me know which level you guys are in. I feel like I shouldn't have said that. I feel like that was just an open invitation. For hey, yo! Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. I think I'm doing too much. What the hell is even that? All right, so the standard definition for shorts is an 11-inch inseam. It's inseam, right? I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, um, what are those people called? A tailor, so I don't know. Like, I think that's the part they're going with. I'm thinking it's the length of, like, how short your shorts go, but who likes short shorts? You guys remember that song. So, um, <laughs> a lot of guys are saying 11 inches is perfect, and that's really kind of paused there if you think about that. Like, yo, relax, all right? Now they're saying that 9 inches is the hoochie starter pack. I've done nine. I've done... Wait, wait, wait. I, I got hey, yo! <laughs> yo. There's, like, no way to get into this conversation. So the Hoochie starter pack is nine inches. All right? Okay? And then the conservative Hoochie daddies is seven inches. And write me with the perfect size, the perfect porridge, you know, the five-inch seam. That's me all day, baby. Y'all don't say that. Oh, wrong one, wrong one, wrong one, wrong one. It's... The fucking vibes. All right, all right, and they say good things come in small packages, ladies. It's okay, no one has to know, baby girl. So don't be blabbing out there. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, yeah, hoochie daddy season. I'm at the beach. I'm at the. <laughs> I'm at the beach. I'm at the park. I'm at the theaters. I'm at all the functions of barbecues in my tiny ass shorts. And don't come up to me being disrespectful, talking about. You got your hoochie daddy shorts on, all right? All right, leave me, leave me the fuck alone, all right? Let me be the hoochie, hoochie daddy that I can be on all top levels. Let me be great, okay? God, I don't say nothing when y'all be tugging y'all stomachs into y'all pants. Shit. But, um, damn, I think I started this episode kind of spicy. I, don't, I wasn't supposed to start this episode kind of spicy, but I think this might be a spicy episode. I think I got a lot of shit to say. And let's see what else is on the docket. I apologize for taking my time. So, oh, have any of you guys ever got to live out a meme? Like, I got to, uh, I lived out a couple of memes. Like, I, I, I do a lot of the, like, yo, come on, be smart. Like today, um, like today, um, my sister's car broke down, right? So. At first, I'm like, yo, it's her battery, so let's just go change the battery, and then we should be done and just going on with our life. So I'm taking the battery, not the battery part, I'm taking it, I'm disconnected from the terminal, and the little clamp part snaps in half on the positive. Now, any regular person would be like, hmm, I think we should call a tow truck. I think we should figure out what to do here. I don't think we're figuring this shit out. I think we should just leave the car 
And for people that do that, <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I'm not coming back out here to come get your car. Like, so let's figure this out right here. So my little brain gets to working and I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And then Eureka. <laughs> I do a Jimmy Neutron. I go think back all the way to the seventh grade where I'm in Miss Friedman's class and we're doing science experiments and we're thinking about what's the best conductor so i'm like all right we don't got aluminum so that's one we don't got electrical tape that's two nobody here has a soda can that's three but you know what we do have a bunch of change thank you obama so now i'm like copper no no not good copper i was a quarter i could probably use a quarter but I, i don't think the crack was that big for me to like make it work what fits perfect? The nickel, the five-inch seam. Perfectly fit between the crack. Guess what? I tighten it a little bit more on it, even though it was cracked and it can't really tighten anymore. And boom, car fucking starts. And we drove that shit 30 minutes back home because I wasn't going to come back here tomorrow morning, the very next day, to go deal with that shit. And this wasn't on the docket, but that's just real shit that happens. That's why I was saying. Like, I love asking this question, and when I talk to people, I'm like, yo, what interesting thing happened in your life? And this is interesting to me. And I'm like, yo, guess what, motherfucker? I'm Thor, king of electricity. Watch me do all this shit and make electricity conduct to make shit work. God damn it. I feel like I'm worthy. So back to what I was saying. All right. So I got to live out a meme. Is, Is it a meme or is it an internet prank? I think it's an internet prank. All right. So. I'm at a fast food spot and I'm getting ready to order some food. I went through the drive-thru and while I'm at the drive-thru, I noticed that there's a car filled with mad kids. So if any of you guys ever seen that shit, you should know that the driver, the parent is going through a barrage of fucking questions. So I just, once I see that, I'm like, all right, she's being ex. What kind of toys are they getting in their meal about like 70 million times? So I'm just going to leave her alone. I'm going to let her take her time. She probably ordered mad food too. They're going to take their time to make that shit too. So I'm cool. I'm, I'm just chilling. Now. You know the fucking vibes? I'm chilling. But the only issue is this is prime lunchtime hours for people to work a nine to five. Now, these are one of the situations where I was like, all right, what can you do here? And the question is, not much. You just got to sit there and wait, baby. So the person that's behind me starts fucking losing their shit and starts blowing the horn like crazy. And at this point, I'm not at the first window yet. Shorty's still trying to pay for the food, and he's going crazy. He just made his order, waiting, 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 waiting. Now he's blowing his horn. You could see the frustration. Well, I could see the frustration through the rearview mirror. He's probably looking at me, looking at him. Like, fam, what do you want? So he's, like, just cursing, like a whole barrage. So I finally get to the window. And I'm like, yo, let me get my food. And I can see that he's pissed. He's, like, yelling at this little girl that's, like, fucking just trying to make money just to make money. And I'm like, God, he's going to make this girl's day 
really shitty. So I'm like, you know what? Yo, shorty, I'll pay for his food. What he got? Bet. All right? Like little $10. I'm like, yo, I'll pay for it. Nah, yeah, yeah. Give me the receipt. Let's go. Shorty funny gets her shit. I'm in the middle between one and the second window, and now he sees that I paid for his food. Now he's a little calmed down, but he's still, like, irritated. I get to the second window. I get my food, and here comes the twist. I take off of his food, too, because I paid for it. (laughs) So that's just me being... a dickhead just to ruin somebody's day even more because they slightly irritated me by blasting their horn at a drive-thru, which makes no goddamn fucking sense. You know the fucking vibes? And I know, I know. Like, I'm pretty sure he didn't notice that I left with two bags because he just gave me everything. But when I took off, I'm still looking in my rearview mirror and he could tell what I just did. Did I just left with his food? I was like, yo, we don't have your food. And he's just looking at me. And I, I'm i like, oh, God. Lord have mercy. I'm about to bust. But he was going to burst with anger. He was going to have an aneurysm waiting. So what I did was delay. I gave him my option. Basically, leave angry with no food or reorder your food, pay for your food, and wait here longer. Those are his two choices on that day. And I felt great. But then I thought about it. Right when I get back to where I was going, that poor little girl, I probably made her day a whole lot more worse because she probably had to deal with him again. But I feel like a champion in my book. So I'm different. Yeah, so, um, yeah. In the comment section, let me know if you ever did something like that where you got to live out of me. Not something that drastic, but I'm just saying. I'm like, I'm like, that's one of those things that you hear. Like, nah, he ain't do it. But I'm like, somebody before me did did it. So I was like, I could probably do it too. And the other thing was, is like, what if they didn't do it? What if that's just a homemade up story that I just took into my own hands and brought it to life? Yeah, that's the time I was on this week. This week has been. Spicy. Why is this water so spicy? All right, all right. <laughs> Yo, this this next segment, that this next segment, um, this next topic. I'm gonna get a lot of flack for it, but I just wanna say that I don't know how to phrase this first sentence because these what wait, so a man a man going to a woman, I would say, is really brave. Like, so I don't want to mislabel. Like, I don't want to call him a transgender man if he went from being a man to a woman. So I'm going to call him a transgender woman. Either way, I find them really brave. And you're probably like, why would you find them brave? And you really have to think this out. You, this person went through life feeling the way they were feeling. They took the pros, they took the cons, and they was like, all right, fuck it, I'm dedicated. I'm going to go do this. And every, what does every girl complain about? Their rights, their body, the pay wage gap, all kind of f- feminism they complain about. And this guy's giving 
all of that up to be a woman. So he's settling for less money, less rights. And if they're a person of color, even more or less than that, because just, just the way society norms are. So I was like, yo, that's, now I can see why they gave Caitlyn Jenner man of the year, the first, no, woman of the year. My bad, my bad. Don't, 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 don't flag me for that shit. Yeah, I could see why they gave her woman of the year because I was like, yo, you really have to think about that. That's some wild shit. Like, you gave up a lot. Like, a lot, bro. The only thing that I can see that is of equal trade but not really is if there's ever an emergency event, you get to leave with the rest of the women and children. That's the only positive of that. Like, that's the only thing that I could think about that. But... Still not worth it. Because I'm going to be honest. If I was on the Titanic and we're over here like, let the women and children go first. Guess what? I'm building some shit and I'm out of there. Like, all right, honey, I'll see you guys on land. I, I would have found those motherfuckers playing the music and I would have found the dude with the, with the bass. I'm like, oh, give me that shit. I'm swimming the shore. My family's safe. They're on the boat. That transgender is definitely safe. But don't let them find out because they might throw her off. That's what I said. This this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, this episode might be a little bit too much. I, I think I had too much time to, like, marinate with this one. All right? So, okay. Let's on to the next subject. I really love that one. So, <laughs> all right. This is another one. This is, this, is, this, is another, this is another topic that's, like, okay. And this is only because... This is, this is like, I've been, I've been home. All right. So since I've been home, I've had more time to think of things. I've been in my neighborhood more to notice things. And what I've noticed is that gentrification is here, people, but it's not full blown yet. If you get that right. So it's slowly creeping in and you have to really focus to see what's going on stay with me here now i grew up in queens right so i grew up in the ville and the ville has always been half and half like half good half bad but people hear more bad because every time somebody asks me about asks me about my neighborhood they be like yo isn't that the place where they kill all those cops and i'm like some of them were on the borderline of Long Island, but I guess so. Now, when I was growing up, I grew up in Jamaica, Queens, and the Spanish side, you know, the 140s, no, yeah, 140s and up, right, on Jamaica. And even though it was like a nice little shopping center around there, it was pretty fucked up. It was like some shit that you would see before you get there. Like you would have to go through Kings Park. You had to go through those complexes. They had gangs out there and all this shit. This is before the courthouse was set up. This is before Jamaica Multiplex was set up. There was a lot of shit going on out there. But if you were cool and you knew everybody, you would get left alone. So the minute I knew that um, Jamaica Queens was being gentrified is when they started raising the rent on people, right? And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, 
they started renaming shit. So that part of Jamaica is now Jamaica Hills. Ain't no fucking hills there unless you're going more further up. But I don't think that's considered Jamaica anymore. So they're talking about the flatland part, and but they're calling it Jamaica Hills. Kind of, I think they did that to the Bronx. It was like, oh, this is the Bronx Hills. Like, fam, that's Fordham. But as I continue, I'm like, all right, raising rent, people are being forced out. These buildings are coming up. All right, it's, but it's still not official yet. Like, I still don't see pale faces coming into the neighborhood. That sounds so fucked up. But I was like, all right, they're there, but they're like more along the cusp of the northern side. But I'm like, but they're slowly inching in. And then I noticed Jamaica was fully gentrified when they put a fucking Starbucks there. I was like, what the fuck? Because correct me if I'm wrong, I don't really see Starbucks in my neighborhood like that. Like, for me to get Starbucks, I got to go three towns over. And and the northern direction and the eastern Long Island direction. You, you, you feel me? If I want Starbucks in the west direction, the southwest direction, then guess what? I got to go all the way to Jamaica Avenue where they just gentrified that shit. So I'm like, all right. Been home, looking around. All right. Close down, close down, close down, close down. Stores are being closed down. I'm looking at houses. Houses are going for sale. Houses are being rebuilt. They're being turned into two families. And this is not a, a whole thing I was supposed to get into, but it, it, just, it just opened my eyes. Because the Belmont Racetrack is no longer just the Belmont Racetrack. They opened up the, the UBS Arena, and the UBS Arena is coming through with a mall. It's coming through with a shopping center. It's coming through with a movie theater. So I was like, so they're making shit nice. And they finally did those roads because if you ever drove down Hempstead in that area, those roads are pretty bad. But now they're all flat and smooth. They all silky smooth. So I'm like, okay. So the biggest thing that used to get my attention is um, it was like it was I'm, I'm not supposed to be going off this tangent, but, you know, shit just comes comes into my mind. So. The only time I would see people with money come into my neighborhood is when they were doing the Belmont Derby, right? Like home opening, homecoming, whatever that's called. It's like when they dress up like they were in fucking New Orleans and all those bright ass colors going to a fucking funeral. That's how they would come here. And they were all chilling. There'd be nice cars and nice shit. Like they would look nice. Sometimes there would be a dude with a horse and a carriage. And I'm like, oh, you a bougie motherfucker. But what I notice is the same shit that I noticed in Long Island City is that they would come into my neighborhood and they would take pictures in front of the, the Kennedy fried chicken. I was going to say KFC, but even like Kentucky, no Kennedy fried chicken. And they were like, click, click. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. And they would have police escorts come into this. Now, everybody says like, Oh, this sounds like you're making this shit up. But no, I'm, I'm being dead ass. Like they would have police escorts, police that wouldn't be in those corners normally were there because they knew that people that would come through from the Belmont racetrack to go get food there. Because in the Easter Long Island direction, there's like a Chipotle, but there's more food in my area. Well, more ethnic food and shit like that. There's a McDonald's, but that's more further down and shit like that. But yeah, just stick with me. So that's when I started thinking like, all right, it's only a a matter of time. And now I'm starting to see, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show before. But, like, now more people are moving into the neighborhood, and I'm like, all right, I'm cool with it. As long as you 
abide by the rules, like the neighborhood shit. Like, don't call the cops on a Saturday night on your neighbors that's been throwing parties here for like a while. I have Indian neighbors that get married, and they, and, they, and if you know anything about your Indian neighborhood, their, their neighbors, then you would know that they throw a party for seven days a week to celebrate a wedding, and there will be a fucking elephant sitting in your yard sometimes. Like, that's the neighborhood. Like, loud music playing, people just having fun, and shit like that. So, to this I say welcome. Please partake in the culture. Please enjoy, but please don't also just try to wild out and try to set rules. And again, this was not the conversation I was leading to. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm looking at this shit and I'm like, all right, gentrification is definitely on their way here. So the only thing that I can think of is like, all right, because this house is owned. So I'm like, we could sell this house. All we're waiting for is for this bubble to go up. And then, boom, sell this house, rent this house, whatever. And make more money because it's being gentrified. And that only makes sense. That's the whole point of people raising rent on people to get them out of there. Now, <laughs> like, I, I think I'll start to worry when I'll see a Starbucks. But I shouldn't really be worried about a Starbucks because... I think it's when you start seeing different shit. Like a, like a bakery that's gluten-free or like a, a fucking mayo shop that has 36 flavors, but they all taste the same. Like, that's when I'll start to worry. I'm like, all right, now I got to be like, all right, what's going on? And the reason I say I bring this up with gentrification is when you move into this neighborhood, as I just said earlier, you should, like, just partake, look what's going on, and so on and so forth. Like, the biggest issue that I have with my neighborhood that I hate to see is when people move in, the first thing they do is put bars in the window. Like, what? Like, did you come from a shitty neighborhood over here to put bars on your window? Because I don't have bars in my window. I'm like, it makes it look like, like this is, like, such a terrible place, and you settled for here. Or you're just waiting for something to happen. And um, not to sound like I'm going off on white people and shit like that, because I love it. Because my neighbor was used to, was white before she passed away. You know what she used to do? She used to um, give me books to read, like, all the time. Wish I would have told us. I wish we would have let them know that I was dyslexic. I say dialectic. You fucking moron. I was dyslexic and I couldn't read that shit and I didn't have that chat man to read that shit. But thank you because she really gave a shit and she knew that education was really important, especially in the neighborhood that we were in where she saw the turn that it was taking, where it was getting bad. So back to this original conversation that I'm that I was thinking about. Did you know that 40, there's a 43 percent increase in murders amongst the minorities in New York City, like the boroughs, not Long Island? Which means. Hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to gather this all back in. Because this is, I thought about this the other day. So, in 2021, there was 485 murders in New York City. 1,485 were shooting-related. Those numbers seem really off. So, 485 murders. So, there's 1,000 people that are injured. So, 1,000 people were shot and didn't. And didn't get, yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's basically what they're saying. So 485 people were murdered, 1,000 a, a people survived their wounds. Great. Hopefully, hopefully y'all make a recovery. I, I don't know what to say there. 
But this is what I'm talking about. This is why I said, like, please partake in the, in the, in the culture. Please see what's going on. Because I just gave you that statistic. So crime is up 43% in the boroughs. And they're mostly minority on minority crimes. And it's on a rise by 43%. So 485 people were murdered by a person of the same skin color as them. Right? So I hope I didn't lose you. When you see me walking down the street, and we're both on the same side of the sidewalk. Just know, you do not have to clutch your purse. You do not have to cross the street. You do not have to do any of these things. Because I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the motherfucker that looks like me that might kill me. And that's such a sad thing to say. But, yeah, just just look. Just try to, like, fucking fit in. Don't kill us. And us, don't kill us. I feel like that's the thing, too. Like I feel like that's not preaching enough. Can we stop killing us? Like, there's so much shit going on right now. Like, stop killing us. Like, we're all trying to do shit. We're all trying to do, do better in life and shit like that. There is no reason to kill us. God damn, this podcast is getting too serious. Dude. All right, let's see what's going on. All right, so I'm off of that. So, yo, you know what really grinds my gears? As I just mentioned, I'm home. I'm not working right now. I'm taking time away. As I mentioned in the last episode, it's to de-stress. It's to, like, chill. It's to take in, in the environment, all right? Horn dogs, I know y'all are going to say, what you taking in? Hey, yo! Like, relax. So, I hate when people know that I'm off. I know some of y'all are on the same boat, too. Because people try to add you to do into their life to do things. Like, no, don't do that. I have off for a reason. Now, I ha- I'm pretty sure I have, like, some parents listening, and they're like, well, if I don't have no days off, you shouldn't have no. No, it doesn't work like that. Take your fucking day off. Take some time for yourselves. Except if you're in a relationship, then you really can't. You kind of sign that shit away, to be honest, if you're in a relationship. Like, you never have a day off. You guys have to be conjoined and talk to each other 24-7. But when I have a day off, sometimes I just like to chill. I just, like, I don't think people get it. Like, if you have if you have a job where you wake up to go early, which I don't, but whatever, where you have to wake up to go early, you just want to sleep in. Like, you just want to lay in your bed longer. You just don't want to hear that air, 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 air. Hold up, I have something for that. No, that's not it. (laughs) You don't want to hear all this shit. Like, you just want to chill. Maybe you're having a dope dream. Like, maybe, maybe you're just in a good mood. And then, if somebody knows you're home. Excuse me. Or they'll call you. Just ruining the complete experience today. Like, I would say that kind of happened to me today because I was chilling. I was like, all right. And then my sister knew I was off today and she knew that, oh, he could probably help me. But she knows any other day you can't call me because I'm in the office. And I'm in the office for like 10, 11, 12 hours sometimes. So I can't come to your rescue. You have to be in dire need for me to pull up. 
All right, because money has to be made. Money has to be brought in. So there has to be a good enough reason for you to like really be like, all right, so I really need you. Can you please help me? I'm like, there's nobody else available. And in her case, there wasn't. So I was like, you know what? That's my little sister. I'll be a big brother. I'll go help her. And I'm pretty sure if I didn't go, then her car would still be where it's at because nobody would have did the nickel trick because I'm fucking Thor. But, yeah. When people know that you're off, people try to take advantage of that shit. They try to include you in their agenda. Nah, fam, I don't want to do none of that. I just want to do what I want to do. And if that's just me laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, then so be it. If that's me taking time out of my day, jumping in the sub, what, what I love to do, what I really love to do, I really like to get on, get dressed. I don't even like driving on my day off. I'll get on a bus. Fam, I love getting on the bus. No, Jose, don't make that joke. <laughs> but I like getting on the bus <laughs> and just going around the neighborhood. Like, I used to be on the bus all the time, and it was like, all right. Back in the day, people used to talk. Now everybody just was like on their phone listening to a podcast about listening on the podcast or listening to a podcast about somebody being happy about being on the bus while they're on the bus by ignoring the people around them and not having a goddamn conversation. That shit's dead. And then when you finally have somebody that wants to have a conversation, they smell like piss. And I'm like, sir, you got to get the fuck away from me. All right. All right. Like, yo, go that way. Don't look at me. You know the fucking vibes. All right. Here goes a dollar. I like to get on public transportation. I like to go into Manhattan and I just like to look at shit. I like photography. This camera that I'm recording off right now was not meant for this. This was meant for strictly photos, portraits, landscapes. I have tele, tele lenses, zoom lenses, all this shit. This is not meant for this. It's not being used to its full potential. It's just looking at me all day because I'm not fucking beautiful. Like I can't compare to a fucking sunset. Like, no bitches be like, oh, my God, you look like a sunset. And if she does, she's lying. That might be an apocalypse sunset. I don't know. She might be blind. She might be colorblind. I don't know. But, yeah, that's what I like to do. I like to move at my own pace. It's, you know what You know what I compare it to? It's kind of like when you go on vacation. I'm like, yo, you're away from the hustle and bustle of your life. Like, and some girls, not to knock ladies, but... Some girls like to plan out the whole fucking day to the minute. How is that fun? That's not fun for nobody at all. Like, yo, just go with the flow. Like, shit. Like, if we go to Hawaii, I'm not trying to run to a fucking pineapple carving class. I'm just trying to fucking drink some pineapple Ciroc by the beach. Look at the waves. Probably see a dolphin. Probably see somebody... Probably see Action Bronson on a fucking surfboard out there doing some stupid shit. I don't know, but that's that's that shit could happen, and, and it's not planned. And yeah, that really grinds my gears. Like, yo, people that if you know that somebody's busy all the time, and they finally have a day off to themselves, like, don't be selfish. Like, come on, it's mad extra. Like, let them be, or reach out to them and be like, yo, hey, you good? Do you want to do something? Not you have to do something. And we're back. 
So your boy just had technical difficulties. I just recorded a whole bit, a whole 30 minutes of information for the cool report. That is all now gone, or I might release it. It was really funny. So I'm going to have to redo everything all over again. So without further ado. We interrupt this program for an important news announcement. What up? I am your host. New on my cool J. Thank you for tuning back in to the cool report, even though I probably just fucking shot it. But in life, things happen, so let's get right into it. Um, so there's this thing called juice jacking. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's pretty much on the come up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, I got you guys. Hey, I lowered it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's this thing called juice jacking. And when you Google it, guess what? You don't get the right search that comes up. All right. It gets really. Ah, you're teasing me. Naughty, naughty. Yeah. I'm like, it kept taking me to Pornhub, and I'm like, all right. You know the fucking vibes. About to get jacking some juice right here. You know the fucking vibes. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. Everywhere. So, there's this thing called juice jacking. It's basically, it's pretty fucking genius, I might say. Like, really, really good. Like, so, basically, hackers are going around placing chargers that are, that have malware installed into them. And because society is so clingy, everybody runs to something like, oh, my phone's dying. It's on 93%. I need to charge it and make sure it's all good and shit like that, right? And some of those people carry power banks, but that's not always convenient. Or they walk around with their own charger and wire, which is pretty smart. But, again, not convenient. So what do they do? They'll see a random wire and they go, thank you, Lord. It's okay, no one has to know, baby girl. <laughs> God be like, yo, I got you, but not really. They're looking out, he's looking out for the other person. And they'll run to it and be like, all right. <laughs> Open charger, time for me to charge my phone. And then the hacker is like, look at this dumb motherfucker in a rush to go charge their phone. So there's an exchange. In even exchange, eh, I would say the hacker is not getting the fair side. the fair side of that because most people freely give away their information when they do the um, terms and conditions. You don't really know what you you're giving away when you say yes to that shit. And they could come back in twenty years and be like, "Oh, you owe me your foot," and I'm like, "Ha ha, motherfucker, diabetes took it already." Oh, that was dark. That was really dark. I don't think I should have said that because that's kind of like me jinxing myself, right? Daddy, chill. All right, I will. So, yeah, pretty genius. So I was like, that's some real technological thieving right there. And that probably is going to get you like grocery list. If you have Apple Pay, like Apple Pay kind of moves around the numbers and shit like that. But hackers are going to hack, 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 hack. And the hacker is going to hack, 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 hack. So um, that was pretty cool. And then 
while I was Googling all that stuff for the NYPD, not NYPD, the NYC crime rate, I came across this topic because it was a gun article, and they were saying that um, ghost guns are on the rise. And I'm like, what the fuck is a ghost gun? Like, when I think of ghost guns, I think of Ghostbusters. I think of fucking Bill Murray and Igor and everybody else shooting the fucking Stay Puff guy, right? That's what I think of ghost guns, shooting fucking Slimer or some shit. Hey, Slimer. Um, yeah, not what they're talking about. They're talking about 3D printed guns. And I think me and my cousin were discussing it. And it was like, it's only good up to certain parts. I was like, uh, so I guess they can't 3D. If you can 3D print a gun, why can't you 3D print bullets? Hmm. Maybe, I guess, like, I guess you can. But I just, I guess you're back to the still, you're still at the same thing where you have to load it with gunpowder and shit like that. Yeah, I guess that's probably why. I think I just answered my own question. Yeah, so they're 3D printing guns, shooting people, and then getting away with it because there's no serial number to go back to. And it's 3D printed, so it's pretty pretty sure it's easy, easily disposable. You just throw it in, like, um, a recycling bin, and you're done. So we were talking about that, and I'm like, that's cool. But he said they're kind of unreliable. I'm like, what do you mean? They tend to burst in your hand. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. That's what the gun be saying when it gets too high, probably. But I'm like, regular guns do that, too. So I guess it, it must be more higher in that in that area. So I was like, all right. So right when I thought 3D gun ghost, ghost, ghost guns were the shit. Move this man! Now, while I was on that same subject, you know, Google... Siri, all of y'all, can y'all not listen to the podcast and then give me suggestions on, like, shit that's going on that's related to the podcast? That's kind of weird. I get ready to do a Google search, and what do I get? A notification stating that, hey, dookie guns are on the rise. You know the fucking vibes? What? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck is a dookie gun? I was like, what the hell is even that? Like, different. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is a dookie gun? And I'm like, I'm not about this prison life. I don't know. So I hear the definition. I'm like, that used to be called something else. I can't even remember. I'm not going to urban dictionary it. But before back in the day, people would just like to shit and piss in a bucket, spin in the bucket, and when the CO comes in or somebody you don't like, they would just throw the piss and shit out on them. That's disgusting. One. Two. Now I see why you why you belong there. I seen them. All right, that's not cool. I'll throw your piss and shit. Just stab me like a normal person would do. There's no need to fucking throw piss and shit on a person. Come on. Have some class. Now... If you're still like, what the fuck is a dookie gun? A dookie gun is, I guess you could use like a toothpaste, a toothpaste bottle, right? So they would fill a toothpaste bottle and they would fill it with shit, urine, vomit, all this shit. Somebody said they used to burp into it because they would release a, a, a gas into it. I'm like, now, now y'all want to be scientists, but y'all can't figure out how to get the fuck out of jail. And 
I guess they would go to the person and they would either slam it or squeeze it really hard so it shoots out like a bullet. Fucking disgusting. Now, my little brain gets to work and I'm like, all right. If I bring a Pringles can, is that a Dookie cannon? But then I got to figure out how to get the Pringles to make it a projectile. And that's a lot of shit. That's probably going to, nah, the, the Pringles can is not going to work. That's, um, the Pillsbury, no, no, the Pillsbury Doughboy rolls ain't going to work either. Why am I trying to figure out how to weaponize a fucking Dookie cannon to be more proficient? I'm fucking sick in the head. Yo, but, um, yeah, so we went from top notch, like, all right, we got ghost guns, yeah, to now we got Dookie cannons or do- Dookie ghosts or whatever, whatever that shit was called, Dookie, whatever. Yeah, not with it. Just, just I don't know. Jump me. Don't, don't do the other thing. But yeah, yeah. Stab me. Give me some goddamn dignity. Don't dignity. Don't just fucking shoot me with a fucking dookie gun. Like you're wildin', bro. Shit. If you shoot me with a dookie gun, I'm gonna come back with two. Stop. <laughs> this is supposed to be a serious report. <laughs> So um, I came across another joint, right? This one's sad. This guy's going to go to prison for the rest of his life with a dookie cannon. Yeah, we get a dookie cannon shoved up his dookie cannon. Um, So this guy wins the lottery, right? And then he gets arrested for um, killing his girlfriend. But what I don't know is if he killed the girlfriend before or after he won the lottery. Because before, that's just bad luck. After, all right, you had a motive. You must have gave her an engagement ring, and now she's entitled to shit. And then if you if you were engaged, technically by law, if you're engaged, and whatever money that's accumulated during the engagement kind of could go to them too, right? In case you ain't know that, you know, I study my laws and all that, so I don't fucking end up in jail getting dookie shot. You know what? That just doesn't sound right. So, there's just so much that comes into this thing. I really don't want to Google it. Um, it's late. So, for what I understand, he got $10 million, which isn't a lot. At least in today's economy, it's not a lot of money. And he's probably like ramen's rich in there, like crazy. Like, hey, it's Friday night and I'm turning in. Now, I'm pretty sure he'll be fine. You're, you're there for the rest of your life. Like, you, you have to make the best out of it. Like, her life is gone, you dickhead. So, from what I've seen on my Instagram and Facebook, people that are in jail, they seem to have everything but freedom. Like, they have TVs, Rolexes. They have um, dogs. I've seen them with dogs. How the fuck did they get a dog in the prison? Who shoved a whole dog up their ass to get a dog in the prison? That's fucking nuts. Like, how did you keep it? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't think he's really, I'm like, like like I just stated, they have everything but freedom in there. Like, it's, it's, it's just nuts. He's probably ramen's rich, so... He has enough money to buy protection. So if I'm the family, now it'll come off like I'm being like, um, um, like I'm being greedy. 
or superficial or some shit like that, if I go after him for his money for killing one of my family members, right? Like if that was my sister, uh, my my um, and that was like one of my sisters or some shit like that. And I said sisters, like I have mad sisters, and like this dude like killed her. The only thing is that you have left in your life is money. Definitely not freedom or rights or any of that. That shit's out the window the minute you did that shit. So the only thing that makes sense is to go after the money. Your money gets low. You no longer fucking Dave Chappelle and the fucking Oprah skit. You don't have all this ramen money no more. You don't have commissary money no more. Now you're a regular person. Now you can't afford security around you. They're going to fuck you up in there. And I think that's kind of justice. And then he gets dookie gunned. Yeah, right? Or somebody just comes in. No. Yeah, he just gets dookie gunned. Two dookie cannon, a duke, duke Ellington, some some shit. So, um, yeah, that was that was a crazy story I overheard. I wish I really looked more into it, but that's not the person that I am. But what I did look into it, what I did look, the story I did look into was there's a sinkhole in China. And in this sinkhole, they've discovered a forest inside the sinkhole that's a million years old. Now, my question, ladies and gentlemen, is how the fuck can you tell that it's a million years old? Like, what test are you running to find out that it's a million years old? First of all, who the fuck was brave enough to go down there to find out shit was a million years old? Have y'all never have y'all never seen movies where people go into these places and there's like foreign bacteria, germs, and all this shit? And now you're bringing them. That's probably why we have fucking monkeypox now. Cause y'all was down there fucking being all fucking nosy and shit like that. Now, the Earth opened up, found more Earth above the Earth. Earth crust pizza. I don't think some of y'all get that. So, um. When I hear shit like that, I think of the Savage Lands from X-Men. That's where Magneto took his peoples to be free. But in, in there, they had dinosaurs. Like, what if there was dinosaurs down there? Like, what if that's where they shot Jurassic Park? Because Hollywood is part of the Illuminati. And it was like, you guys want us to give y'all fake dinosaurs? Or you guys want to see real dinosaurs? And they took them down there. And it was like chilling with Godzilla's cousins or some shit like that. Because that's the other thing that I think about. I think about King Kong. Hey, yo. Oh, look at that. Full circle. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't even think I was. Maybe I subconsciously did this. But um, I think of King Kong versus Godzilla when Kong goes back. Like, not Skull Island. Skull Island had shit there, too. But it was above the ground, and it was surrounded by all this shit. But when, God, when King Kong goes back home, he has to go through this tunnel. Super long tunnel all the way down, kind of close to the Earth's core, where they find... A whole forest. And in this whole forest, there's dangerous creatures in there. I'm not going to say animals. They're creatures. They're whole fucking creatures down there. They're fucking size of buildings. And he fights some of them off and shit like that. And I'm like, all right, that was a whole grown-ass mutated fucking ape. And then Chinese people aren't the tallest. They're all like my height. So you're telling me you got people down in this Million-year-old forest, my height, just walking around all calm and nicely and shit like that, I don't buy it, son. I just don't 
buy it. Also, you're not going to get me to do that either. Like, I'm not going down there to find out what's down there. Like, fam, I'm fine up here. I'll retire early. I, don't, I couldn't care what you discover down there. Like, yeah, imagine they're like they're walking around and there's a bunch of velociraptors there. Speaking of velociraptors, tune into the sec- cinema segment where I talk about this movie called Velocipastor. But yeah, real weird. And I just found the hardest time comprehending what made people think that they wanted to go down there to find out what's down there just to find out the trees are a million years old. I'm good on that, buddy. I'm good. Now, we're back to, I like to think it's everybody's new favorite segment. And I tell you, like, I, I, I really like the responses that I get. I like I'm, I'm, some emails that we get that I can't speak on it. And then there's certain emails that I'm just going to wait out to the Patreon, like when we get more followers. And um, what I keep saying, when I get more followers, and um, it'll be great. And um, those, the, you know, whatever, what I have online for Patreon, like I've known people have caught me saying like, no, no, no I can't mention that or I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, that's going for Patreon because that's going to be shit that's going to really get me in trouble. So without further ado, let's see if it works. You have reached the voicemail box of Hey. So that's the original. Like, that's what I, I came up with for PTL. But I have somebody making the jungle for me right now. And thank you, everybody, for tuning back into Part-Time Lover. This is episode I don't know because I stopped counting. And I have two main ones and a question that was kind of answered really quickly. It was kind of, it was, it was an easy, it was a real easy thing to answer. And... What she wanted to know, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. What she really wanted to know was about pillow talking. And I guess from the context that she gave me is that she mentioned some shit that was mentioned during pillow talking. And she might have said it to that person. And listen, we're we're not going to bullshit here, all right? So when it comes to pillow talking, people do it, right? Now, if you're in a relationship with somebody for mad years, they're going to want you. Like, everybody's not Tony Soprano. Everybody's not going to keep shit away from their girl or their potential lovers because sometimes you need to just talk about shit. Sometimes some, something irritates you or some shit like that, and girls make great listeners sometimes. Not all of them, but sometimes they make great listeners, and why not take advantage of that? So guys tend to pillow talk with their girls. Sometimes they talk shit about their mans, which is inevitable. Some people... Some people go through that shit. Like sometimes they can't get what they want to get off their chest so they won't say it to them, but they could mention it to their girl. It's kind of like that argument that you have in a shower after you just had an argument, but you kind of lost it. But now all the great shit's coming to your mind and you're telling it to the shampoo bottles right in front of you. That's kind of what it's like. That's what pillow talking really is. And you're kind of just gossiping. Like a lot of the times it's just gossiping. They were like, oh, such and such happened to this person or such and such happened to this person or don't say this or you didn't hear it from me or some kind of shit like that. It's just he say, she say, he say, she say, 
shit. Also, I gotta stop cursing so much. It makes it really hard to to make reels if they're bleeping the whole thing. So, um, yeah, pillow talking, I think it's inevitable. I think she should have had more self-control, like I told her, to not mention something that was told to you in secret because now he violated the trust by telling you and then you violated his trust and now everybody's just violated. Like, it's like a circle. No, it's like a triangle, not a circle because triangles have corners and they kind of go into each other but the circle's just perfect and it keeps going and infinite. Daddy, chill. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm dropping fucking parallelogram knowledge to you guys. I know. I know what you guys are going to do. That's not a... Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. Pillow talking is inevitable. I think if it's really serious, you shouldn't say it. But I guess, yo, you're just going to tell your partner some shit. You don't believe me? Ask 40. A little Drake line there. Some of you guys might have caught that. Might have not. All right. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me for that comment. Um, all right, so let's jump into the next one. Siri, can you not be angry this time when you talk? Like, everybody's noticing that you have an attitude with me now. All right, like, stick it easy. I'm dating this girl for a while and she keeps inviting me to her kid's game. He's fucking <laughs> terrible. It's a whole waste of three hours on the weekend. What should I do? Leave her. That was another easy one. All right. <laughs> so if you're dating this girl that has a kid, obviously, the kid is probably old enough to remember who you are. It's, it's, you know what I find real funny off topic? When girls, like if I'm dating somebody with a kid, right? They'll be like, oh, He's a friend, which I'm fine with that. But when people go with uncle, that's weird. They're like, oh, that's just uncle. No, that's 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 weird, bro. I'm like, damn well, he knows we're not related. All right. Like, why are you, why are you fronting like that for? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've always found that weird. But, um, yeah, so you're dating a girl. She has a kid. The kid could probably remember you because he's playing sports. He's not that great. Everybody's not meant to be an athlete. But you have to be supportive. And the reason I say you should leave is because you're not supportive. Because... If you really gave a shit, you would be hyped that that kid's doing terrible. Even if he's doing terrible, the fact that you're, you should be cool that you're there because a girl that normally has a kid is not just looking to like just fuck around. She's asked, she has to look for somebody to put a ring on her because you just picked up the game. You just picked up the story mode on a pause. Right. And now you're continuing the story, but you might not be the person that finishes the journey. You might hit pause too. And the reason I think you're going to hit pause is because you're complaining about going to a game instead of having fun and making the best of it. And um, depending on the sport, or if even you're a sports person, you could probably help improve that child. All right? Maybe the father, I don't know, maybe is, if you're at the game, the pops isn't in the picture. Right? That's what I have to assume. You didn't really, you didn't really go into detail over that. But, Yeah. There was, there's a lot that goes into it. You could be helping them improve their game instead of complaining about their game. And I'm going to let you know right now, if you keep it a G, if you keep it a buck with her and you'd be like, yo, I can't watch that kid's game because he's fucking terrible, she's going to end up leaving you too, all right? 
because she knows he's terrible. Everybody knows they're terrible. Like when they, when whenever that kid goes up to like to bat or like they take him off the bench, you hear the. <sighs> so, <laughs> yeah, you're probably not the only one that thinks that. But fam, if you're the one that's fucking her, you're probably eating his snacks. Be more supportive or just get out the fucking picture. That was easy. What I just say? That was super easy. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You know the fucking vibes. Yep. And if you stay in the picture when you still don't give a shit about that kid, you're like um, Snoop and um, Baby Boy. Who's this man? Side note. I hate seeing Snoop Dogg in Call of Duty now. Every time I see him, it just fucking irritates me. Now, moving on to the next question. This one's a good one. Come on, Siri. I've been with my fiancé for five years. Damn. He's recently been brought up on charges. Okay. Grand larceny. Fraud. I oh. can't be a fiancé for another five. Should I wait? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's okay, no one has to know, baby girl. Yo. So. Yo. Siri, take that shit down a notch or else I'm going to have to fucking. I don't know. You sound super aggressive lately. I don't know what you're doing. It's like, are you emailing me? Did I, did you email me, Siri? And I answered you the way you didn't want to be answered because you're, you're super aggressive and hostile right now. I don't get that shit. But back to the question. So you've been with this guy for five years. Based on the charges you just mentioned, he was scamming. He probably got five, which you just said. And you don't think you could be his ride or die. This is what I'm getting from it, right? And to be honest, you know the fucking vibes. I think you're gonna. I think you're going to end up leaving him. You're just looking for a way out. You just don't, you just don't want to admit it yet. <sighs> Which is one of those situations where it's fucked up because these are one of those things was like, all right, you know, I always feel that when you're in a relationship, you're supposed to better the person or help better the person or be a tool in their life to get them up to a certain standard. Not to pass judgment and shit like that. Kind of like I'm doing to you right now, but whatever. You know the fucking vibes. Um, in a relationship, there's good times and there's bad times. And you knew he was probably scamming. So I'm pretty sure he got you mad shit. And he probably had mad good times at the expense of others' bad times. Right? Because scammers are pieces of shit. At least the ones that um do like identity fraud and shit like that. They're real pieces of shit. You could quote me on that. I don't like these new stuff. <laughs> Little John Mulaney there. You could tell these new scammers. I don't like them. But um, if you were with him for five years, you're waiting for the marriage and all this shit. He's knocked up. You probably took partook in of a lot of the shit. Like the dates, the gifts, the money, your hair done, nails done, all this shit. Bills paid. Yeah. If you're really ride or die, you'll stay with him. And, um... You could probably work something out because I'm pretty sure you could have a boyfriend on, on the outside while he has a girlfriend on the inside and, and then they could play dookie shoots or some shit. I don't know. But. Yeah. 
I don't think you're going to stay. If you're questioning the five years already, you do another five years. I don't know. You kind of got to be strong and both for that. But if you're passing judgment on waiting for another five years, then you probably were never strong or built for that. And you're on your way out. You're just looking for a reason. That's what you're going to use is those, is those um, five years. Now, the real question is, what are you going to move on to? Like, um, are you going to go find another, another scammer? Or are you going to find somebody that's a nine to fiver? Or you might just take time to work on yourself. Hopefully you have your shit together. Like you weren't relying on this person. All right. Cause he's going to take his scamming money and he's going to go make friends with the billionaire and the millionaire. And they're going to buy mad ramens together. And they're going to do a cooking show in there. I've seen them do Benny Hanna's Benny, Benny Hanna style cooking in fucking prison. Like where'd they get shrimp from? That's just that's just too much to ponder at this time of night. So my whole thing is is that um yeah, I don't know. That you have to be strong for that shit. Like somebody going to jail, they're missing out on life. You're missing out on life. If you have a kid with them, if you don't if you have a kid with them or you have a kid that knows about them, you gotta explain where they are then. You got to explain why they're not there and why there's no positive male male role model there and shit like that. It's just it's just a, a fucking crazy cycle. I don't think you want I don't think you should be part of that. But um, that's what you chose. Like, um, you kind of remind me of the I've been watching Sopranos. You kind of remind me of the wife from, from the Sopranos when um. She's talking to the psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is telling her like, look, if you really want to like separate ways and go your own way, then you have to leave him. She was like, yeah, then I can divorce him and take money. He's like, no, you got to leave the money too. Because you know that it's blood money. So we really want to, you're not telling me that you're, you're not with him because you don't want to be with him, but you want to be separated from everything. And that's kind of where I felt she was a hypocrite, too, because she was taking this dirty money, all this crime money and using it for like charities and shit like that to get plaques on schools and shit like that. It was very hypocritical. Same thing with the daughter. I hate those fucking two. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was I was I kind of went a little bit left there. But yeah, shorty. I don't know. I think if that's the case, if you're thinking about this, you're second guessing shit, then you should take time to figure this shit out. He might hate you for it. But he should be able to understand that he's going away for five years for choices that he made. And maybe he'll be out in two or three. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Because you were you kind of named big charges. But like for grand larceny, if it's under a certain amount that he won't go to a real spot, he could go to Club Fed, which is the minimum security shit. But he's doing five. I, I don't think he's going to Club Fed. And if he's a minority, he's definitely not going to Club Fed. He's there with Bill Cosby and R. Kelly doing a fucking show together. But I digress. That was not a bad PTO. I liked it. It was pretty much fun. I Hopefully you guys enjoyed. And now, moving on to this next segment. This next segment is different. This next segment is about entertainment but not entertainment news but kind of entertainment news it's more like me talking on unlike um 
Fuck it, let me just get right, in, right into it. So, I saw notification that they PlayStation announced that the PlayStation 4 would stop being made in 2025, right? They're going to stop making shit. They're going to stop making games for it. They're going to stop making productions of it. Pretty sad. Kind of quick, too. I don't think the other models really had been stopped being made like that for a while either. So, my thing to you, PlayStation, is when the fuck are you going to stop dropping more fives? Like, I have yet to hear of a five that doesn't sell out in the first second and nobody gets a hold of it. So how are you going to stop making a PS4 when you even got PS5s out there? What part of the game is that? That's ass backwards, PlayStation. Shit, you're going to make me buy an Xbox and not use it just to get back at you like a bitter X. Yeah, I found that that was like a little bit. Eh. Y'all don't say that. But it has to be said, PlayStation, you know what you guys are doing. What do you mean there's a chip malfunction? 3D print some of them shits. So stop fucking around. But I'm not on that boat because I don't know if you guys will see behind me. There's my PS5 right there. So I'm not on the same boat with y'all, but I'm still fighting for you guys, all right? I'm just on this part of the club, and you guys can't even get in yet. Now, while I saw this article, and I was like, I read it. I get one on my Facebook. And I'm like, all right. I see videos. I love Facebook. Facebook is weird. Facebook is a weird place, man. I have a theory that um, truckers are in charge of Facebook now because I get random trucker videos and they say stupid shit. Like, well, fellas, tell me if it's Friday night and your delivery is not supposed to be dropped until Monday morning and it's only 20 miles away. What? Where's Where's that math coming from? But you can do is drive 150 miles back home and then stay at home so what you gonna do fam i don't give a shit and i'm pretty sure they're not answering you either or the other one was like this truck driver (coughs) didn't measure a turn right so he ran over like not a rail but those little yellow poles right and he ripped out his whole back suspension along with fucking rear tires and all of that. Whole axle's gone. Here comes another truck driver. Like, you just never know what kind of day they're having, man. Just leave us alone. I'm like, nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it at all. This is just poor measuring. And he didn't notice that he was fucking up his, his truck. Yeah, man, just leave truck drivers alone, man. Like, like you never know. They're on the road for long times, and they're away from their families. I'm like, fam, you're, you're, you're the king of the truck drivers just told me that you guys drive home when you guys can't make your delivery on time because it's so far away. Like, like, all right, whatever. You guys are just making excuses. But back to it. On Facebook, scrolling, saw a truck driver shit. Then I saw a fight between Omni-Man and Homelander. And the fight kind of went the way I thought it would go. Like... At the end of the day, it's all about um, experience versus strength, right? I mentioned this shit a bunch of times. Like, when I mentioned, like, yo, if I ever fight somebody bigger than me, my fucking main thing is to get them down as quickly as I can before they can hurt me. And that just only makes sense if you really think about it. Both of these people are kind of like variations of Superman. And... Like, all right, so the boys is basically the Justice League, but, like, 
they're evil. And Invincible is like if Superman loses his shit. And like he's he's basically Batman's biggest fear. Like, what is the deter determined to stop somebody as strong as Superman? In that case it would be Kryptonite. But in this case, Omni Man is not that easy. In this case, Omni Man is kind of like a Saiyan. And I can hear, I could just hear all the nerds like, what the fuck are you talking about? Y'all don't say that. All right. I've seen him. I've seen it though. Every time he gets into a fight, he comes back stronger and more dangerous. Like, yeah. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. So, in this fight, they duke it out. Basically, they're fighting over territory. And um, Homelander is young, naive, and doesn't have the experience. And Omni-Man is the most experienced, wily veteran that could get shit done. So, spoiler alert, it ends with Omni-Man ripping off Homelander's jaw because... Homelander is uncontrolled. He doesn't he doesn't really have control of his emotions. So he let out this scream. And Sonic Scream always seems to be like the thing that really hurts people. Like even in Batman versus Superman, when um when when Superman walked between those two two sound waves, his nose started bleeding and shit like that. In in the cartoon, same shit happened. Nose started bleeding and shit like that. So um that's what happened in this case. So Omni-Man was like, all right, fuck that. He's not going to hurt me like that again. And he fucking ripped his jaw off, which is pretty fucking amazing. And I can't wait for all the new seasons of both of those shows. Because um, in season three of The Boys, they're going to get into like, all right, what's your superpower? If you could be given a pill that gives you superpowers, then what are you going to choose? And the main protag- protagonist... um. He's, he's going to get some dope shit. This is going to be fire. You know the fucking vibes? Yeah, I should tune in and watch that. So, still on this, um, still on this Superman wave. Actually, I just came across another Superman post. So, um, I don't know if any of you guys have watched the Injustice, um, show. It's on HBO. You guys should watch it. Spoiler alert. Um, it's basically about breaking superman i'm not getting too deep into it you guys should watch it if you guys don't know about it then boohoo it's basically about the joker breaking superman and making making superman just say fuck all this shit right he's just there like fuck all these rules these these man-made laws don't work and if you guys don't listen to me i'll stop y'all and he does it he keeps up his end of the bargain he tells everybody in the world like yo he was like Stop it or I'm pulling up. And they don't listen, of course. And guess what he does? He pulls up and then they fix their shit. So I'm watching Injustice. And I it came up to the point where um he's grieving. All right. He just lost the love of his life. So he's grieving. And the person that took her her life was um was the Joker. So what happens when he's patrolling the city? Now, he's patrolling the whole world. Now, the whole world's under his thumb. But, and like typical American genres, movies, shit like that, the world is really America, all right? Whenever the world's about to come to the end, we only give a shit about America. We don't give a fuck about those other countries because it makes no sense to talk about them. 
So he's like at, I think he's at, he's in Gotham. And there's like a rave going on in the, in the Joker's honor. And when I say my son snapped and just bodied everybody in there, teenagers and shit like that, kids just fucking mutilated them. I was like, that's exactly what the fuck Batman was talking about. Like, what do you do when somebody this fucking strong gets like this? And the rest of the world didn't have an answer, but Batman had an answer. And, um, yeah, check out Injustice. Pretty dope. Like, the way it ends, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Speaking of what the fuck, I have, I came across two more titles. This is going to be called, like, the Terrible Movie segment and I kind of want you guys to choose I'm going to do a Q&A on Spotify YouTube and shit like that so you can answer so this comes off as <laughs> wait 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 yeah so I got two movies I want to watch I might watch both of them I don't know but um, you guys can vote it's called Velocipastor and the other movie is called Fat Man let me know if you guys have seen the trailers or even heard of them in general but they're both B-list, ter- I love B-list terrible movies because people put a lot of work into these terrible movies thinking that they're going to be great when in all chances, nah, not even close, fam. So, um, yeah. Velocipastor is about a guy that's trying to get his shit together and then he finds himself in the need of a miracle. And he's a pastor, so you know, pastors believe in miracles, and that the Lord will send them a sign, and so on and so forth. And then, boom, motherfucker turns into a velociraptor. But he's a pastor. So from the trailer I'm watching, I'm like, all right, this is cool. I'm like, does he say like a prayer before he like kills somebody or something like that? And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, motherfucker, Disney, y'all ain't low. Velocipastor's been out for like a minute. Y'all just made Turning Red as the same storyline fucking little girl turns into a monster fucking scared except the only difference is that he's she's not killing people but she's really abusive to her mother which is just as bad and then fat man is a mel gibson movie and i like mel gibson as an actor he's a pretty good actor um so in this one he plays santa claus so he does what Santa does. He gives gifts to the good kids and coal to the bad kids. And those kids don't get shit. So the basis of this movie is that um, the kid, he gives this kid coal because he was being bad the whole year. And he fucking puts out a hit on Santa Claus. And um, it, it looks pretty entertaining. It looks really cheesy, but I definitely want to see that shit. So right now it's between a fucking dinosaur pastor and a fucking, and, and Santa Claus, like, what would be the best worst movie to go see? And I'll let y'all know. I'll do the review soon on that shit. Yeah, but everything's like on Peacock or Netflix or what the fuck was the other one? Oh, the Fat Man's on Peacock and Vel- no, they're both on Peacock. Now that I think about it, maybe no. Velocipaster is also on um Amazon. But yeah, if you guys get the chance, let me know what y'all think. Hopefully y'all like terrible movies like that too. Because terrible movies be like having some good points in them. Like all Amber Heard's movies are B-list movies and Drive 
Drive Angry was pretty good. She wasn't bad to look at her. It wasn't bad to look at her either, but pretty good movie. So now I'm coming to the end. We're going to go smooth this shit out. We're going to go sailing through the day. I'm going to go get some sleep. It's Once again, it's 3 o'clock. And I just want to say thank you to, thank you to Travis because Travis... Like I said, I don't talk to people. People message me and shit like that. And that's cool and all. Or me and him are on Facebook, so sometimes he'll post something. And Travis likes talking about his life a lot, which is dope. And he goes, and it gave me motivation to record today, even though I had a lot of these hiccups, which is fine. Nothing in life is perfect. But I didn't feel like recording today. And I'm going to go record tomorrow, too. So I'm doing two podcasts in a row. But I didn't feel like recording today. I'm tired. A lot happened. I'm just exhausted. I've been doing a lot of writing, which is cool. Sorry, Buzz. I don't think two podcasts a week is going to happen, but I hope you enjoy these two. So Travis is talking about he just finished his work day. He's laying in bed. He gets a text, right? Gets a text. Yo, would you like to come perform here? We have people, like, we have a spot opening. We could take our instruments here and perform to get more exposure. But Travis is laying in his bed, and he's thinking, do I want to do this? I'm tired. I could just stay in this bed. I don't have to do this. And then he just said, fuck it, I'm going to go do it. And the funniest part of the story is that I get there, the venue's, like, not packed. There's, like, five people, but... Fuck it, we're going to perform like the venue is fucking packed. I'm like, that's a dope way of thinking because that would, that would fuck with the way I feel if I go to like a venue and there's like only five people. So from the story that I'm getting, I'm guessing he had like a tip jar or some shit and people like left like money in there and he made like over maybe like a couple of hundred bucks there. And then basically the message of the story was like, all right, if I didn't go out there I wouldn't have made more money. I probably, somebody's probably going to hear about this shit now. Like I'm talking about it. And that's just him from talking about going to this thing and experience this. He was like, moral of the story is shit don't move if you don't move. And if you want something to move, you got to help it move. Like you just can't be lazy. You can't be stagnant. You have to keep moving, moving forward. You got to keep going. And that was just a great story. So I was like, all right, so. I'm like, yo, fuck it. I'm just going to do the show. I'm like, we're going to make this shit happen. I want this shit to happen. I would love for this to become a full-time thing. But, you know, it's not in the cards for everybody. So I'm not going to put all my eggs in this basket, even though I should judge, even though I just said, like, yo, I should probably put all my eggs in this basket. But life is life, and bills have to be paid. Chocolate has to be eaten, and all that good shit. So, yeah. Thank you, Trav. Like, this episode... It's kind of, you know what, I dedicate this terrible episode to Travis. Um, now, it's getting late. Just wrapping this up. Thank you to everybody that's listening to this. Thank you to everybody that likes this, comments, subscribes. Speaking of comments, this fucking guy had me crying the other day. Because um, I dropped a video talking about the anti-social social clip. So um, I posted it up, and the guy fucking pointed out something funny. It was really ironic, but if he saw the episode, then he would have got the full scope of the shirt. And he wrote, 
guy wearing friend shirt with no friends in sight. You know, I'm like, that motherfucker is clever. I like that shit. And then I went there and he had no post and it was a burner account. And I'm like, which one of my friends is up to this bullshit? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that shit made me laugh. I appreciate all that shit. Like, I, I don't take shit to heart unless you're, like, really coming at me. Then I'm going to be like, go fuck yourself. But, um, yeah, back to the back to the message. Thank you, everybody. For tuning in, listening to this, sharing this, commenting this, subscribing, all of this. I appreciate you guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I am on my cool J. I did not mention that this is episode. I don't think I mentioned that this is episode 42. The Hoochie Coochie Man. That's the name of this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy. And I'm out. Peace.